The question is, is how to train the next generation of leaders. And I would suggest that it requires at least an internal and an external strategy. What I mean by that, when I say internal at least, is that we need to focus in on inner development. Uh, it's not just enough for the person to know in terms of knowledge a lot about whatever issue they're attempting to lead on. It's also important that they are fully expressive of the totality of possibilities within themselves as a human being, or at least what's available to them at that very time with the desire to continually grow. An example would be emotional intelligence. Whether you start at a place of being uh, egocentric or sociocentric or world-centric, there's always space to improve your ability to both be aware of your own emotional states and manage them skillfully in terms of expressing them uh, to enhance relationships and deepen relationships and your ability to be aware of others. You know, their use of language, their tone, their volume, body language, how they physically structure themselves, their energetics. That's a series of skills that can and should be taught and learned because the leader actually needs to have both of those, the, the emotional intelligence, the ability, as I said, to um, be aware of and manage in their own internal states and then being aware of and being able to engage with in a healthy way other people. So the inner development is really important. And inner development is not just emotional. It's also intellectual. So the <clears throat> another aspect of intellectual development, and for these purposes, if you're trying to create a transpartisan-oriented leader, whether, whether it's a transpartisan conservative, liberal, libertarian, green, independent, or, or whatever, Republican, Democrat, um, is that they need to be able to think about and hold the space in their own mind other people's worldviews differ than their own. And when I see hold them in their mind, they actually, not, not in a defensive way, like, oh, that's wrong and I'm going to completely dismiss it, but trying to understand intellectually where that person or that where that idea or that worldview, where that perspective comes from, how it's organized, what it means. And with every worldview, I would make a suggestion that there are limited but partial truths in everyone. There's no one worldview that possesses the totality of understanding of of, <laughs> of our species and it's and how to organize it socially, culturally, and politically. Um, so there are truths in a multitude of worldviews, limited but partial. And it's important to be able to hold in your mind other worldviews, look for their strengths, look for their weaknesses, and create a much larger map of the totality of, of, as I said, perspectives and worldviews and such. And in that, and this is kind of the connection between the intellect and the emotions, is the ability to recognize your own um, defense mechanisms around policy and public policy. We all have it. It's uh, ingrained over time due to our habits, our reading, who we spend time with, what we listen to, what we, you know, what we watch. What our family of origin politics was like, all that kind of good stuff. You know, we ha we have a politically conditioned mind, and a good leader has to recognize within themselves that they also have a politically conditioned mind. No matter how quote unquote liberal or open minded they think they might be, there's always places for close. There are closed spaces in their mind, in their heart. There's shadow. There's always shadow. All human beings have shadow, no matter how enlightened they might 
be or think they might be. So it's important to be able to, you know, be aware of your own reactive self to uh, particular worldviews or aspects of worldviews that might trigger you. So you can be aware of that triggering. You can deconstruct the triggering. You can replace the triggering with, with you know, a more open attitude and perspective um, and, and such, or at least limit the negative consequences of that reactive mind of yours and hold the space open f to learn from other perspectives and worldviews and even learn from your own reaction because your own, your own reaction, you, you created that or it was created inside of you for a particular reason and it might have served you at one point in your life you know because we all go through the stages or possibly go through the stages of egocentric and sociocentric and world-centric you know so the sociocentric is being part of an in-group you know so there's an important role that the conditioned political mind can play as being part of a, an in-group uh, but you know hopefully over time as you mature you expand you become more inclusive of, of that in-group and, and you're world-centric and include all human beings. And not to say that you give up your perspective, your, your worldview, your political belief systems, but you don't hold them so tightly that you lock yourself into only seeing the world that way. And it's really important for a leader to be able to do all these things that I'm talking about, the inner development work. Another aspect of the inner development work is kind of intuition, gut intuition, transrational intuition, you know, they need to be in touch with the totality of information processing abilities that their body has and not just limit themselves to the heart or to the rational mind. The rational mind is really important. They need to be really effective and efficient in their thinking. This is another skill set that needs to be developed. They need to be creative. That's another skill set that needs to be developed. And there's tons of ways for leaders to develop both effective and efficient and rational thought and creative thinking too. And it's also important to lead from the heart as we talk about the emotional intelligence, but uh, the kind of transrational intuition, the gut, it also provides valuable information, which can help a leader be a much more uh, effective leader. Uh, and the last piece I just, I'll talk about in terms of the inner development of a leader is the importance of generating the next set of leaders. So a leader must be a good follower too because ultimately a leader wants to have themselves replaced by the people that they're working with who can then step up and take aspects of the leadership role if not the totality leadership role you know you, you don't want to uh, approach leadership from an egoic perspective like you're the you're the you're it <laughs> and everyone else is a subordinate i think a good leader who's who recognizes inner development wants to help others develop themselves in the same way, emotionally, intellectually, intuitionally, from the heart, transrationally, and give them the opportunities to also express that skill set in leadership. 